So they told me that the house sold. Keep in mind now, the house only had a $30,000. Well, it was like 31 and some change, right? So we'll call it 32. There's 32K sure. left owed on the house. The house sold for 108 at auction. So where's the money, right? Right. Money. I didn't know until that phone call that this was a thing because I thought it was a scam until I started doing the research, right? Hello and welcome to another episode of the Wholesale Elite Podcast. I am Aisham Hipster, joined by my dude, Mr. Tanner Santucci. What up, bro? Happy Friday, bro. Happy Friday, everyone who's watching or listening on a Friday. And if it's not, then happy whatever day it is. Guys, we got Chrissy Turner in the house. Chrissy, say what's up to the people. What's up, people? <laughs> That's it. So Chrissy Turner is uh, someone who I was briefly introduced to not too long ago um, by one of our previous guests, Mr. Uh, Justin, Justin Shipp. Um, came on here uh, from Chaotic and just dropped some dropped some nuggets. And uh, Justin hit me up and said, hey, dude, um, there's a lady that I work with who is an expert in fund recovery. Any interest in having her on your podcast? I was like, fund recovery? I'm like, what, <laughs> what is that? I've never, never heard of fund recovery. I'm like, is this, is she like a, like a, what are they called? The, the bounty hunters or something like that? <laughs> Like what, what, is, right. what does a fun recovery person do? Um, so I'm like, dude, you know, connect me. Um, so I, I talked, I called, or actually she called me and uh, um, she filled me a little bit. And I'm like, this is some information that wholesalers could definitely use. Like this is, this is cool. Um, and so I, uh, and then Chrissy also is a wholesaler. So this is going to be a fun conversation because she's done deals. Um, and so we get a little insight, you know, to, to, dive into kind of Chrissy's market and her world. Um, but we also want to kind of talk real heavily about, you know, what, what it is that you, you know, have expertise in Chrissy. So before we dive into the fun recovery stuff, I just want to get a little background about you, you know, who you are, where you're from, a little bit about your, uh, you know, your origin story. So fire away. Um, well, I was born in Atlanta. I grew up right here in Lithia Springs, graduated high school. Um, I had a pretty had a pretty rough life when I was a kid. It wasn't like we didn't move around a lot or anything, but my parents were pretty heavily into drugs, um, which kind of led me down the same path. I started getting into trouble as soon as I graduated high school. Um, like I waited till I got grown to start messing up. <laughs> um, and then I don't know. Just one party turned into another party and then days turned into weeks, turned into years. And I kept getting into trouble and I'll go to jail and get out. Um, at one point, I messed up pretty, pretty bad. I went to prison for 25 months, got out. Oh, wow. Um, I got out in 2013 and managed to get a job and stay out of the streets for a couple years. Um, and then I don't know, the streets were calling my name. So I went right back. Um, then I went, I went back to jail twice in 2017. Then I went into the drug court program and I graduated 
January of 2020. And that was when I got into real estate after that. Um, after I got wow. out of the program, I started doing construction cleanup for a company called CCS out of Marietta. And so I'm, you know, I'm working for this company doing construction cleanup and stuff like that. And I was just, you know, I didn't really love it. I was just good at it and it paid pretty decent. Sure. Well, so I was living with my best friend at mom and dad's house and um, doing the construction cleanup. And my, my adopted dad, he actually um, does home renovations. So he hired me to come clean up a renovation that he was doing down in Noonan. That's how I got introduced to a lady named Sandra. That's how I got introduced to real estate. So I'm on Sandra's um, training class and I got introduced to, you know, different people around the country, other investors, another wholesaler. And he introduced me to Justin. I reached out to Justin because my, so let me back up a little bit. My great uncle had passed away and the house, it needed a lot of work. And I was trying to find somebody to sell it to. Hmm. Um, I wanted to save the house and turn it into a rental, but I mean, obviously I didn't have the money to, to do the renovations cause it needed some, some pretty big ticket items. So, um, all he owed was like 30 K on the property. Well, it, it, just to be frank, it wasn't worth 30 K that he owed on it. You know what I mean? With the, yeah. with the repairs and everything sure. on top of the area that it was in, like all of the houses surrounding the house, they're, you know, they're built in the 40s and the 50s. None of them are taken care of. It's in an older neighborhood with a lot of older people. They're not taking care of the property. So, you know, the property value just wasn't there. Right. So um, the house ended up going into foreclosure. So I reached out to the wholesaler in the training group and I was like, can you help me? He was like, no, you know, the numbers just don't make sense, but I can put you in touch with somebody who might can help you. And that's how I got introduced to Justin. So I reached out to Justin, you know, gave him the rundown on the situation and told him what my goal was. And he, again, you know, looked at the numbers and was like, it just doesn't make sense. Plus by this point, so much time had passed um, it was, it was already, you know, two weeks going into foreclosure, like two weeks prior to it going to auction. And it was too late for me to start the process of becoming the administrator of the estate, you know, cause probate, it takes three to six months. If you guys, you know, don't know, right. already. um, hmm. you know, and, and that's another aspect of real estate that a lot of people don't realize like probate and real estate, they go hand in hand. Um, so I did start the probate process, but ended up the house ended up going to auction. So that's where I got introduced to the fund recovery, right? Because I'm, I'm doing all this legwork and I'm learning so much and I'm talking to people and I'm asking questions and I'm reaching out to Justin. I'm like, hey, can you help me with this? I got a question about that. You know, I'm, I'm reaching out to other, you know, wholesalers asking, hey, you know, what about this scenario? Do you think this scenario would work? And um you know, obviously prior to the house being sold, but there was nothing anybody could do because there's only two ways to prevent a house from being sold at auction. And that's if you catch up the back payments or well, three ways you catch up the back payments, you pay it off or you file bankruptcy and that's it. 
So um, the house ended up getting sold at foreclosure. And then I had somebody reach out to me just randomly one day. And they were like, hey, I'm with such and such out of, uh, I think, Nevada. And I was like, what? You kind of don't know nobody in Nevada? Like, <laughs> what's going on? So they told me that the house sold. Keep in mind now, the house only had a $30,000. Well, it was like 31 and some change, right? So we'll call it 32. There's 32 k sure. left owed on the house. The house sold for 108 at auction. So where's the money, right? Right. Money. I didn't know until that phone call that this was a thing because I thought it was a scam until I started doing the research, right? Go on the, you know, county records and I'm looking at, okay. Because when it's a foreclosure, it, it gets filed with the court, same as like a security deed or a warranty deed. So I was able to look at the look at hard numbers and I was like, man, I would have never known that that money was there. And what happens is it sits in an escrow account if, if nobody claims it and it either goes to the state or it goes to the county if nobody claims the money. So I had to wait for the probate process to kind of snake through. And then I was able to you know, go and claim the funds, which that's the super skinny version of what happened. Cause it, okay. was, it was like an eight month process from beginning wow. to end. And I had to ask a lot of questions. I still had to hire somebody to help me at the end of the process because I'm like, this is as far as I can go, you know? Right. Um, so that's, that was my introduction into the fund recovery. And it got me thinking like, if, you know, if I had no idea that that money was there, how many more people go through the exact same scenario or something similar where they lose a parent or, you know, they lose a spouse or something like that. And then the house gets foreclosed on and they've just completely had their life uprooted and they think that you know now i have no money my credit's ruined and I, and i have to start over and um you know the banks and the foreclosure attorneys they are not gonna go out of their way to reach out and try and find anybody and be like hey i got this check with your name on it sure you know what i mean like right. so that was kind of how i got started in this little niche if you want to call it that yeah well so okay, okay. Huh. yeah, do, yeah. Do, do, i'm gonna do some backtracking um <laughs> wow okay well let me ask so this training group that you're a part of was this just real estate investing or what was the, what was the so idea it was a creative finance class for investors and wholesalers put on by a lady that um her name was sandra she does, she's not into real estate anymore. Um, but she, she had a lot of, she had a lot of good strategies that she was sharing with this I class. See. I see. Okay. Um, and when, okay. So when you found out about this fund recovery, how far, how far into your real estate investing journey were you like, was, is this like, this is in the very beginning before you mm -hmm. even 
started looking into wholesaling and whatnot? So, so you learned about fund recovery first. It was actually about the same time, right? So I met Sandra as I was clean, like she had closed the two deals on two properties in Noonan. And I did the post-construction cleanup on both the houses to get it moving ready. And she was the one who opened the door to me to real estate. And she was like, I really think that you would be good at this. And I really think that you would like it. And I was like, all right, bet, you know, I'll try anything. Um, Plus it was something different and I'd never thought about it before. Right. And so she's like, I got this training and she was bridging the gap between investors and wholesalers and just kind of opening the door for everybody to look at how we can help each other as well as, you know, it was built on the foundation of creative finance. That was like the basics of the class, but she was bridging the gap between other investors and wholesalers. Sure. Sure. That's really cool. Okay. All right. So now you've, you've got this new knowledge of fund recovery and you're learning, you know, kind of, it sounds yeah. very <laughs> similar to like Tanner and I's journey in, in, in the land world where we're just like, Oh my God, like what? we're having to figure all this out. And the, you know, every question that we get answered, you know, creates five more questions. Yep. And, right. Um, and so that's fun. So at, uh, let me ask you now today, June 16, how long have you been, um, uh, doing fund recovery? So my first, we'll call my deal, my first deal, right? Sure. So I just locked up another contract. Um, he'll be sending the paperwork this coming week. So that'll, this will be my sixth, my sixth fund recovery deal. Nice. Since, when did this start? Oh, go ahead. Hang on. What year is it? 2023. You live a good life. what year is it (laughs) no no i got to work this morning and i was like is it no it was yesterday i was like what day is it is it friday yet like covid covid messed us all up we're all off no (laughs) and i have a four-year-old she's she's like i don't want to go to school today is it the weekend and i'm like i don't know what day is it is it the weekend (laughs) (laughs) double check myself because the toddler is like you know you don't know what day it is um so we'll say probably about a year and a half okay perfect perfect maybe maybe a year and a half so these don't these don't come around too often it seems it's not that they don't come around too often it's they're more the process takes a little while so they're more of like a long game play versus something that's you know, sure. You know, you get it under contract, pop it off, and you get paid as soon as it closes. Right. Yeah. You know, a couple weeks. Yeah. Right. Two weeks at the most for you know an you know an investment deal or a wholesale deal. With this, it's more like, especially if it has to go through probate first, you're looking at three to six months before you can claim the money. Mm, okay. Part so- of the reason that it takes longer though is we've opted to work with an attorney to make sure that everything is done legally, to make sure that there's no language, um, there's no language in the contracts that we write up or send out that can be poked through with a lawsuit and stuff like that. So, you know, that's another reason why it takes a little longer just because we opted for that safety net. Right. Um, Is this, 
Is this something that's available in all 50 states? It is nationwide, but every state, so every state has their own set of statutes and laws surrounding it. You don't, um, like out in Arizona, um, out in Arizona, you can only, you can only, like there's a cap on the percentage that you can charge to assist someone in recovering the funds. So like in Arizona, it would be more volume based. Whereas other states like Georgia, specifically because we opted to use an attorney for the safety net, we can charge a little more be based on that. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I get it. So, so fund recovery is a thing in all 50 states. How it's, yep. how it, you know, how, how it breaks down is, is different. But yep. so it, what, what, I guess what I'm trying to, uh, I guess, you know, get from this is if I'm a listener and I'm a wholesaler and mm -hmm. I'm, you know, two, you know, two months in, maybe I haven't done my first deal. Maybe I have. Yeah. How, like, what, what should I be looking for? How can I work with Chrissy? Like what, what, what is it that, that that would come on my radar that would make me think, oh, that's right. I heard about that on this podcast. <laughs> okay. So let's say you get a deal and they don't tell you that it's about to go to foreclosure or it's in pre-foreclosure and they're, and the deal just doesn't make sense for anybody. Let's say you don't have anybody that it makes sense for to try and wholesale it to, or you, you know, you're having a hard time offloading the property, right? But you see that the homeowner Obviously, they're in a bad spot if they're in proof foreclosure, right? If worse comes to worst and you can't offload the property and you can't make any money that way and they end up losing the property, we will pay you a referral for the lead. And I, and I handle everything. I handle all the paperwork. I handle correspondence between the attorney and the client. I keep the I clients see. updated on, you know, everything. But there is there's an opportunity there for everybody to make some money. Um, you know, wholesalers get a lot of deals and I know they go through, you know, just as many deals as they get, they go through more that are like, Oh, this doesn't make sense. But even if it looks like it won't work, it could still possibly work and you could still make a referral fee. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, especially in the circles that, that I hang in, you know, a, a lot of the times it's, it really and truly is about helping the seller more so than yeah. it is about, you know, helping ourselves and fattening our wallet. Right. You know, what's, what's, what's the solution, you know, we're solution oriented people. Right. And so um, I think it's beautiful that, you know, if you are in a scenario where, um, you know, you're under contract with someone and, you know, they're in a, they're in, they're in a foreclosure, um, and you, you just couldn't, you, you couldn't get it done. You know what right. I mean? Um, and normally you just kind of walk away, tail between your legs, like, gosh, right. that sucks, you know, right. it sucks that I yeah. couldn't get a deal. Sure. But it sucks that that person, you know, they put their faith and their trust in me and, and right. we, we, we couldn't pull it off. And so what you're saying is, Hey, if that happens, reach out to me because yeah. I can actually help that seller recover some of their funds and you can actually yeah. make money from the referral and I'll do all the work. Yeah. yeah. I see. Okay. That's beautiful. Wow. Yeah. And you can do it in all 50 States. You can help anyone in, in any of the States for the most part. Yeah. For the most part. No I mean, like, like you said a minute ago, like how the details shake out, it's going to be a little different from state to state just because the laws that govern um, excess funds or excess proceeds is what they call it in some states, sure. you know, 
they're different. And then if you've got like, let's say like Louisiana doesn't have counties, they have parishes, you know, the different, the laws and statutes that govern those parishes are going to, you know, they're going to be worded different than say here, for instance, you know what I mean? We just have counties. So that's where I, I turned into a really big book nerd as far as, you know, running through statutes and case law and reading on how, you know, everything is interpreted as far as the way that the county looks at what we're trying to do and where the money is held. You got to know where the money is held to know who to go talk to to get the money. For sure. Okay, man, this is, this is interesting. God, (laughs) it's a lot of information. (laughs) It really is. But, you know, at the same time, you know, we, we're, we're not trying to, you know, put on a masterclass of, of how to do it. And so that's right. why you're the expert and, and, you know, <laughs> you can just kind of inform us on what to look for or, right. you know, w- bits of information to gather, you know, before, yeah. before they pass it on. So, so what are some of the things, you know, if, if someone were to come to you with a potential opportunity of a deal that they couldn't get through and they, they do, you know, they know that it went to foreclosure, is yeah. there any sort of, um, you know, necessary information, you know, is there any proactive things that, that they'll need to do, you know, before it, can they reach out to you when it's not looking so good? Like, do you, do you have any tips or tricks or is it like, no, man, I mean, once the deal's done, then come to me. And if that is the case, what all do they need to present to you? Like what, what's all the info you need other than an address? Okay. So the answer to that is, I can handle it either before it goes to foreclosure or after. Obviously, what do you do before? Gather the information. Like if it's honestly, if it's five days or less before the auction, there's a good chance that that property is not getting recalled or canceled rather. So Hmm. I would need the homeowner's name, the address, any contact information that they can give. And I would also need the county that the property is in. So I'll know where to go look. Also, if it's set to go like for auction.com, I would need to know that so that I can prior to the auction, I can track the address to find out exactly what the sold price was, because that's what we're looking for. We're looking for how much was owed and the sold price. Right. Because that's what matters. The hard end numbers. What did you owe and what was what was it purchased for? Because the difference between those two numbers is entitled to the previous homeowner. Sure. Um, other than that, I mean, just the I mean, just the basic information that you basic. would need to do any deal. You know, got it. Got it. And, and I know you said that this takes a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. Um, what is the you know, if I'm a wholesaler and I'm sending you a lead. Am I just, you know, sending it and forgetting it? Or should I have some sort of expectation of, okay, you know, 90 days, six months, you know, or do you follow up or how does that work? Both. 90 days or less is what we aim for, right? But I will be like for the referrals, you're going to get paid for the referral off the top, right? Because I'm going to handle everything from there, but I'm also going to keep you updated on the status of the case as things progress, Um, you know. If that's what you want, if you just want to, you know, take your referral fee and keep it moving, then that's cool too. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm the go between, I'm the one who handles everything and I'm the one who keeps everybody updated and reaches out to, you know, the attorney, the client, I keep Justin and them updated on, you know, 
court filings and any new information that I'm getting because I'm wow. I'm also doing all of the lien research to make sure that the deal makes sense for us. Right. Wow. Okay. We had one deal that got sent to us um, from a wholesaler, North Carolina. Unfortunately, the lady's property ended up going to foreclosure. Right. He couldn't. It was too late. She waited till the 13th hour. He was unable to do anything with the property. The property went to foreclosure. Um, I thought that we were going to be able to really help her because the final bid on the property was like 300 K. Hmm. Here's the kicker. She had two mortgages. So, you know, after we hired the attorney and the, because, and this is another good little caveat, um, in, in North Carolina, you have to hire an attorney because there's a special court proceeding that only the attorney can file the motion to, to claim the funds. I see. Because all <clears throat> the money gets held in, in the court. So, but that deal, it didn't really, like, we will still make kind of like a finder's fee on it. The attorney who was handling everything is going to pay us, but it, the deal didn't work out because she had two mortgages. And so it turned into, you know, nobody's really making any money, but we are lowering her debt. So that's what, you know, the overage went to pay off the first mortgage and then everything that was left because of the way that their laws are situated, they had to reach out to the second creditor and let them know, hey, you know, there's a surplus of money here. I know that she owes you X amount and so on and so forth. So it did help her, just not in the way that we were all hoping. You know what I mean? Like we were all sure, hoping yeah. to put the money in her pocket, but, you know, her debt got lowered. I see. I see. That's really cool. I mean, you're, yeah, you're still able to, to help. Um, that, that's really cool. Look, let's, uh, okay. So I think we've got a good idea of, of how the fund recovery works and, okay. and um, at least I do. Um, yeah. and so um, we'll definitely, you know, have people, we'll, we'll, we'll let people know, you know, how they can get in contact with you at the end. Yeah. But I want to talk about the wholesaling side of, side of your business for a little bit, because just the, the wholesale eat podcast, you know, <laughs> so, like, we have to, we got to dive, dive a little deeper. And, and I know you haven't been doing this for a long time. Mm -mm. Um, but I, I want to talk about, you know, th that side of the business. How much would you say, you know, if you had 100 percent of your real estate day, you know, split up between wholesaling <laughs> and fund recovery, how much of that is spent on the wholesaling side of the house? Not very much. Not now. It was at first because I was new to it. And that's kind of like the first introductory thing that I got, you know, the door open to as far as I see. real estate. Um, and it's so it's been. God, it's been almost. It's been like two years or something since those deals. Ah, okay. I didn't know very much of what I was doing, so I didn't. I didn't really make a whole lot of money. But <laughs> that's all good. It's all good. You found your niche. You know, you, you found your specialty. Yeah. And you're working with Justin, so I mean, that's a <laughs> that's, that's a win win. That uh, that helps a lot. Having really having someone seasoned and you know. It, it helps being able to ask questions and have somebody that season that knows what they're talking about to bounce ideas off of and then give you feedback. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And then when he mentioned the podcast to me, I was super excited because I was like, what I've, I don't, I was just excited to be networking with, you know, other like-minded people. And, um, 
I'd never really thought about a podcast before. And he was like, I think this would be a great opportunity for you. And I was like, all right, bet, set it up, call him. Let's see what we can do. That's awesome. Yeah. When he, when he called me and told me that I'm like, oh man, that really doesn't, that doesn't really fit our niche of what we do. Right. You know, we, we, we talk to, you know, people who've been crushing it in wholesaling or, or, you know, newer wholesalers who's got, you know, five, 10 deals under their belt belt or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but when you told me about fund recovery and how it works, I'm like, okay, they, like people need to know about this because clearly this is something no one, I didn't know about it. You didn't know right. about it. You know, when you, when you, you know, looked into it, yeah. so there's gotta be, you know, some sellers out there who could really be helped by this. And if a wholesaler can walk away, you know, putting a, you know, a little bit of change in their pocket for referring that that's, that's cool. So yeah, I wanted to have you on so you can, you know, explain to the, uh, the wholesale elite fam. Um, how that all works. And hopefully you guys, um, you know, got a little value out of that and, and can do something with that. So Tanner, what kind of questions you got? Yeah. Yeah. So the, well, first of all, um, I'm still trying to even, I'm glad Aishim understands the whole fund recovery thing. Cause I'm still trying to wrap my brain around it. So I have to ask, and I called an Uber pitch and I actually heard this, but if you're in an Uber and someone asked you, you know, what do you do? Give me the pitch on what the fund recovery is and maybe for anyone else that's has the same brain as me um, that doesn't <laughs> right. fully understand. So in like a one minute pitch, um, what is fund recovery and, and exactly you do in the simplest of forms? We work with an attorney to recover funds for people that are left over after a foreclosure sale. Perfect. Now, see, now I understand that. See, now we're good. <laughs> Now we're moving okay. forward with things. Right? That's it. Wow. Yeah, that's no, it. That's awesome. You should have asked me that like 17 minutes ago. Right. No, I get <laughs> it. Well, so you have you haven't wholesaled in well, you haven't done a wholesale deal in what you said two years, right? Yeah. Oh. I I froze. I'm sorry, did you what'd you say? I said, yeah. Is it my connection or is it? No, yours? no, you're, you're good. You're good. No, it's probably mine. It's probably mine. Okay. Um, okay. Awesome. So in terms of the fund recovery, you know, I know you said on average, you want to get done in 90 days or less, but it can take yeah. up to six months. Um, yeah. And so again, I, I want to help people just try to understand uh, for those that are newer, because we do have newer wholesalers and investors that listen to this. So you've mentioned yeah. probate a lot. Um, yeah. Could you break that down? And again, another simple form for maybe someone that doesn't understand the probate process. Yeah. So when somebody dies with or without a will, it has to go through a process called probate. And all that does is a court proceeding that removes the dead person's name from a hard asset, i.e. property, real property. So if you've got land or a house or anything like that, it has to go through probate to get the deceased person's name off of title. Gotcha. Awesome. Yeah. And the, I'll, I'll say this little very brief story. I still have a probate deal that I was wholesaling and it hasn't closed and it's been over a year <laughs> and like four months. So yeah. just for anyone out there, um, not all probates are like that, but no, not all of them are like that, but it's like, ee, you yeah, know, yeah. Yeah. They can be a headache, especially when there's multiple errors involved. Um, that's what, or, that compared with like a large estate when you're dealing with multiple properties and a whole lot of money. Oh man, those can take forever like, <laughs> just to get one person's name off a title. Right. Yeah. It's their headaches. 
So let me ask you, since you're in real estate full time doing this fund recovery thing, what's your what's your typical day look like? Okay, so I also work at a real estate law office. So oh, this works out perfectly. So I'm so I'm at the law office all day, right? You know, I I'm the receptionist, so I get all the incoming calls and decide. Okay, is this real estate? Is this probate? Is it estate planning? Is it business? Because all four of those, um, all four of those things kind of they they're woven together in so many different ways. Um, and so then I get off work, and then I'm on the phone trying to you know lock down some deals as well as doing the fund recovery stuff. So did, did you get into working for this real estate law office because you were doing fund recovery or was this something that kind of just naturally happened mutual, I guess, mutually? A little bit of both, right? I was like, man, I'm good at this because it, I actually work at the law office that I hired to help me finish the probate process and, and recover the funds. So, nice. you know, once I did that whole process by myself, the probate paralegal Sheena was like, you do you need a job? You want you want to come work for us? So, you know, talent was noticed. And so they extended a job offer to me. And I honestly, I couldn't pass up the opportunity to, you know, work somewhere where I'm getting a free education on so many different things. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And it's helping me, it's really helping me in, in the real estate and in fund recovery. That's awesome. That's awesome. It's kind of, we always mention the universe and that's just something that the universe just aligned um, yeah. and, and worked out for you, obviously. So what, what's next? I mean, what's, what's next for you in real estate? Um, that's funny that you mentioned that because I, I had a 90 day goals meeting with the attorney and with the, my office manager yesterday. Um, and then I met with, no, that was Wednesday. And then I met with Sheena again yesterday and we had a more lengthy in-depth conversation about my future and where I want to go. Cause I don't really want to work in the office long-term, but like we'll say 10 year goal. I want to have a portfolio of rental properties that I'm either renting or Airbnb out so that I can vacation whenever I want to, wherever I want to. Cause I, <laughs> I want one in Colorado, one in Tennessee, one at the beach, and then a couple here in Georgia. Um, That's awesome. And I want to continue doing what I'm doing with the fund recovery and, you know, on the real estate side as well. I mean this, I love it. I love every second of it. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, well, while we, uh, as Aisham always likes to say, as we <laughs> land this plane, um, which this is me passing it back over to Aisham. Um, okay. I kind of stole his tagline there. So he's all good. <laughs> I might hear it after the podcast wraps, but Aisham, what do you got? <laughs> no, it's, it's all good. I, I love it. And, you know, Christy, the one thing I will say is, is I love your 10 year plan. And when you're ready for that beachfront property, holler at us, we'll get you some good land and uh, we'll okay. put some awesome builders who could build you the perfect short term rental property for, uh, for your beach needs. Get that going. Yeah. But Chrissy, it's been cool. It's been really cool getting to uh, yeah. getting to know you, getting to hear your story. I knew nothing about your past, and that is right. to hear where you came from to where you're at now. 
congratulations like for Thanks. real like for real yeah. for real like you've gone through a lot and and yeah you're not a victim you're a victor no yeah well here's it. the thing right coming from where i came from and growing up the way that i did and being in honestly being an addict for as long as i was i had that victim mentality for God, years. And it was always somebody else's fault. And it was always what somebody else did or didn't do, or they owed me or whatever. And finally, finally, you know, when I went, when I went into drug court and, and got given a basket full of tools and got some real help. And I was like, man, I'm not a victim. I was making really bad choices and putting myself in really, really, really dumb situations about around bad people, you know, and when I stopped being a victim, everything changed. Oh yeah. Everything changed. My whole life completely transformed the second that I changed my mind about how I viewed everything. Oh, that's so powerful. I mean, you, you, you said so much in that little statement, you know, I wish if, if, if our audience, if you guys are listening and, and you're still here at this point in the conversation, please hit the rewind button back 30 seconds and listen to that again and really take that in because look, it, it's not like Christy said something that we hadn't heard before, but she's telling you something from life experience, right? right. I can tell you the same thing from life experience. Like, gosh, it is amazing how fast things change once you shift your mindset. Right. But the shifting of the mindset's tough. You know, yeah. it takes a lot. Like you had to go to prison and jail multiple times. You had to have all this stuff happen to you. Yeah. Finally, you got this opportunity for the uh, drug court or whatever it was called. And, and then it came, you know, then it came yeah. to you. But had you had gotten the drug court, you know, from the first time you went to jail, probably wouldn't have had that effect. No. You know, you had to go uh, through all that, you know, to, to get to that point and look where you're at now. Like that's, gosh, man, that's, that's the stuff I love. Uh, man, I can't wait to have, like, I normally, I don't say this to every guest, but there's people that I want to have back on because I want to get an update, you know? So okay. I don't know, you know, a year from now, six months, whatever, whatever, we'd love to have you back all on right. and just to see what's been going on. Because now that I know more about your story, I'm going to, you know, and we, we talked about the fun recovery piece, yeah. but I want to dive way more into your story. And then I want to hear about oh, the successes man. that you've had since then. How so. long is your podcast? Hey, we can be as long as you need, Chrissy. We're good. Mm. You keep us entertained. Keep the audience entertained. We'll we'll Joe Ro Rogan it out. Bro, my testimony is like two plus hours. Hey, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> But Christy, seriously, it's been it's been uh, a lot of fun, and, and thank you so much for for yeah. uh, for you know wanting to be on the show and and for providing the the knowledge and the insight uh, for other wholesalers to be able to help you know sellers in this market and to help people that are that are in distress and and man like for real that it's a really cool tool for anyone's tool belt to to know this and so um we're going to try and promote this as much as humanly possible um because although there may not be a ton of value you know to gain from this podcast th that is valuable enough your story mixed with the the potential ability to be able to help a seller out more than enough um and so i i, I honor you thank you so much uh, for coming on and, and giving us your time and your energy um so with that you got anything else to say before we wrap uh -oh. did, we, did we lose her oh man 
Yeah, she lost her. She's she's stuck in a frame. Well, if Chrissy comes back on, um, by all means, um, she. Oh yeah, we definitely lost her. Um, so guys, look, here's the thing, Chrissy. Um, she she's newer, right? She's she's newer in into uh, real estate. She doesn't know a lot about wholesaling, um, but that's okay. You know, she's still supportive of, of the profession. You know, we've had Benson on from Privy to talk about that. And so every now and again, we'll bring people onto the podcast that, that have a skill set or have some knowledge about something that we can really use to support what it is, you know, that we do as, as, as you know, wholesalers and real estate investors. And so um, I don't know how many more we're going to have of these. I don't know what else is left, you know, that, that we can bring someone on, you know, to, to be supportive. But I will tell you guys this. We've got some phenomenal, phenomenal interviews uh, coming up with, uh, gosh, I, I want to throw the names out there, Tanner, so bad, but I, I'm, I I'm not it. going to. I'm not going to. Guys, just keep coming back. Every Monday, uh, we're, we're getting, um, I don't want to say, you know, better and better guests. Cause it's not that they're better, but definitely, um, you know, some, some of the big name guys are going to be coming on the show. So guys, with that being said, we want to have you in the spot where Chrissy was, you know, so go out there, hustle, get it done, make it happen, and then come back and give it to everyone. Come back and pour it out to everyone that's in the wholesale elite fam. And then we'll have you on the next episode. So guys, with that being said, we love you. Can't wait to see you back on the next one. We'll see you around. Peace. What up, Elite Fan? That's a wrap for today's episode. But look, if you got value out of the show today, do us a huge favor and give us a review or give us a like or subscribe. Do all the things to help us get the word out there. And look, we want to see you on the next show. So get out there and crush it, make it happen. Stay tuned for the next episode. Peace.